Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Showing a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 10.08, 8 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang is all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Chuck coming from a high flutin' restaurant with... uh, the conservative Viking Eric Erickson table in Maine. I love that place. You guys drove all the way to F and Roswell to have dinner. We do almost every time he's in town. So he's off at seven. Yes. And you drove from here to Roswell, mm-hmm. which couldn't have been seven, easy trip. Seven thirty. He's got a sneaky way of getting there somehow. I don't know. It doesn't take very long, even with traffic. And then you ate, drank, and, and were able to come back before ten. Yep. And you brought Longoria back. What exactly? Uh big. Peep and squat or nothing. <laughs> Did, nothing. Does it offend you that they they're like peace out, Longo? Yeah, they don't even. Because I share I share. Well, I borrow Erickson staff. So Chuck and Longoria are Erickson staff, and I I just borrow them from ten to midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Technically, we borrowed him. You borrowed me, and it'd be he was much more. You... So we traded basically. Yeah, we, we just swap services. Said, we services. Erickson was like, "All right, you happy. can have low T, but I want Longoria." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everybody was happy. He got the better end of that deal. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Yes, he... I would very, very much say so. Well, I mean, just to... no, well, nah. I don't want to it's say cool. no, 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 not about you. I'm talking about who Longoria replaced. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just... right, right. Gonna... I'm yeah. super happy with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Longoria, uh, outside of Jay Black, is the the best board op of of Sweet. all time. Thank you, thank you. Um, but I. But I, I would have thought that, if not Eric, Chuck would have been like, hey, do you want us to bring you something back or something? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you always bring me something, so. I'm yeah. Gonna... So I always I know call you got in. My back. You know, this is what type of horrible person I am, legitimately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never once have thought about bringing him something back. <laughs> well, now I've hopefully... not even thought, not, like, not legit, I'm not. I, it, not even like Burger King on the way back or anything. Mm, Never even a thought. What What did I do today, Longoria? You called me and you asked me if I wanted to go to ex- if something from Extreme Teriyaki. Extreme Teriyaki. Yeah, sounded interesting, so I said, yeah, sure. So not, not that I'm going to go to Table in Maine with you, which right. is like a highfalutin Erickson chuck kind of restaurant. Way, this but... is like takeout teriyaki. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah I feel really bad about that now that you pointed that out. <laughs> well, no, I didn't, that wasn't the intention. No, I know. I no, it, yeah. But still, 
But now I just want to plant the seed. Once have thought about it, and I feel really see. I'm very, I'm very hypersensitive to that because I am always at the station, and I usually can't leave. So anytime someone goes out to get food, right? I'm like begging, hey, get me a biscuit. Can you, can you do, you know? So for 20 years, I've been basically begging for food. No, that makes perfect. So now when I'm out and I'm coming back to the station, I want to make sure that people like Longoria can't leave. Right. So if he if he needs something, I can bring it in for him. Yeah. So that's just and no, it's true. I I never. Yeah, there you go. That's all right. I don't. I, I, I don't want. I'll think about you. Next yeah, time. in the future. <laughs> yeah, I do feel really bad. Think about it. Don't feel bad. Speaking of future, we are um, a couple months away from the inauguration. Donald J. Trump, president elect, continues to uh, align his cabinet, and one of his cabinet selections um, is a local guy, uh, Congressman Tom Price has uh, appeared to be tapped as uh, Donald Trump's Department of Health and Human Services head. Um, What does that mean for us here in Georgia? What does that mean for Tom Price? What does that mean for the nation? I the hell, you sure, you know I don't know what the hell that means. Oh, yeah. Bill Crane does from CSI Crane, WSB political analyst, joins us on a uh, rainy Tuesday eve. How are you, Mr. Crane? You haven't defriended me yet for applauding the rain on my roof. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm doing well. So this morning's rush hour, we, it's the first <laughs> rain in 46 days in Atlanta. And, you know, it's Armageddon on the interstates. And I log into Facebook and Bill Crane's like, gosh darn, that rain sounds great on my roof. <laughs> or something like that. And it did. Yeah, and I was so I mad mean, at you I because... I realized it was also moving some antifreeze and some motor oil. Oh my God. It was... That stuff's going to happen. Insurance companies exist for a reason. I was pulling my hair out this morning, but I, I would... Listen, Doug, uh, Doug, I called you. Uh, Bill, <laughs> oh, gosh. I would I would never defriend you over something as benign as rain on your rooftop. More like not bringing you food. Not bringing me food. If you go to Table of Maine with Erickson <laughs> yeah. and don't, don't bring me back the duck confit or Ooh, whatever. Good. Before we get to Bill, what did you have for dinner, Chuck? Uh, just curious. What did you guys eat? I had the trout. Almondine? Uh, what's that mean? With almonds. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Why don't they just say with almonds? Why does it have to be all fancy about it? Because it's fancy. All right, you had the trout. I had the trout. Pan-seared, perhaps? Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what did Erickson have? He had uh, uh, tri-tip. The um... Tri-tip. Yeah, something like that. Some, some beef thing. A meat. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would assume he would have some, you know, red meat or yeah. some sort. Longoria, what did you have from extreme teriyaki? <laughs> teriyaki chicken <laughs> and white rice. <laughs> and an egg roll. And an egg roll, Just, yeah. I could have got you the fried, I didn't, you know what, I'll get you the fried chicken next time. <laughs> I love this. I'm so guilty about <laughs> yeah. this. I do, I really <laughs> Anyway, um, Bill Crane, while, we, while we've got you, uh, what did you have for dinner, Bill? What, what's, what's going I on? I went to the Atlanta Press Club Hall of Fame banquet up at the Cobb Energy Center, so I had uh, banquet chicken. Banquet and, uh, chicken. Who got inducted? Uh, Bud McAtee? No. Bud who? McAtee from Fox 5. Yeah. Uh, in posthumous uh, induction, Gene Patterson, longtime crusading editor of the Atlanta Journal and Constitution. I don't have the program in front of me. I'd be to make your show. I left the banquet early, so there's two people oh, being inducted. That's awesome, Bill. Thank you. You know, I've, I'm a member of the Atlanta Press Club, but I never get invited to these events. If I do, I, I just I don't know. I I, I miss the the invite. Probably but, email just. Missed yeah, it. I'm sorry. Well, well, thanks for stepping out of the event. All right, so Tom Price. Um, is is a, apparently going to be the uh, head of the Department of Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. First, let's talk about locally. What he, I'm assuming, has to vacate his congressional seat, right? He will probably January the 1st, at the beginning of the next Congress and legislative session, assuming the appointment moves forward, uh, resign his seat from Congress, and then there will be an interim or special election will follow. The timetable for that will be determined on when he resigns, and it'll be like a game of whack-a-mole in terms of watching 
how many state legislators and senators and perhaps a mayor or two up in that 6th congressional district jump up. It's uh, quite a diverse geographically uh, district that reaches down into the, the northern tips of uh, North Fulton and basically goes up north towards Cherokee County, but pieces of it reaches into DeKalb County and as far south as almost Clayton, just the way that... No kidding? Figured. Little tiny strands. Huh, I did not know that. I, the majority of it is North Fulton and Forsyth County and going up that way. The 6th Congressional District, formerly occupied by both Johnny Isaacson and Newt Gingrich. So, the, so politically, locally, a special election, like anyone can ju- throw their hat in the ring for this thing? Right, a special election basically is an open seat, and so you'll have... I mean, I cannot imagine, and I'm not being critical here, given where the district is, a lot of Democrats will be running for the position, or mm-hmm. if they do that, they'll receive a great deal of votes. But I can, I can envision at least six legislators and perhaps one or two mayors up that way jumping in. Uh, open congressional seats don't pop like this very often. You may remember Larry McDonald back in the day, or when uh, Johnny Isaacson left his congressional seat, the election that Tom Price ran, uh, to succeed when Johnny moved up from the House to the Senate. They just don't happen all that often. Usually incumbents hang on to those seats for a while. So him moving up and becoming HHS secretary, which is the largest area of the federal budget, is Medicare, um, Social Security second, um, and Medicare is the fastest growing. So when you look at the responsibilities taking on in terms of budget and the dismantling and reconstruction of the Affordable Care Act, or as they like to say, repeal and replace, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big jump. Well, we'll get we'll get into the the, the Washington uh, part of this in a second, but just keep keep it local again. I'm assuming sure. anyone that wants to run for Price's soon to be vacated seat has to live in that sixth district. No, uh, Georgia law or federal law says that you only have to live in the state, hmm. and you have to have a li- uh, live in the state for a year. Now, as a practical matter, uh, David Scott is an example who represents the 13th congressional district, which is South Metro. His home is actually in Inman Park, but more often than not, it's difficult. To get elected by a constituency if you do not live among that constituency. But as a practical matter, the law only states you have to live in the state of Georgia or have a residence in the state of Georgia. On his way out, would Price um, endorse a possible successor or would he stay out of the fray? Well, I will mention, I don't think he'll do an endorsement, but his wife, Dr. Betty Price, um, serves in the state house representing Roswell. Um, and that he'll now be living in Washington more or less full-time. He won't have the needs as a campaigning congressman to be coming back to the district Mm -hmm. alternate weekends, Mondays and Fridays. I can see several different scenarios where Dr. Price might decide to run for that, as well as State Senator Brandon Beach, State Senator Judson Hill, uh, perhaps Sandy Springs Mayor Rusty Paul. I mean, I I can see a lot of people who've been around a while uh, that's a nice. That's a nice carrot that just popped up uh, right. out of the blue. Absolutely. All right, we're talking to WSB political analyst Bill Crane about Tom Price uh, possibly or probably becoming the head of uh, the Department of Health and Human Services. Why? Why does he want this bill? What's the end game for Tom Price? Well, I kind of believed that the end game for Tom Price was speaker. Um, and when Paul Ryan was looking more wobbly, and even before Paul Ryan ran, Tom Price is one of the names that had been bandied about. And if I was looking for the capstone of my career, that's a pretty good capstone. But if you undo the largest legacy, if you will, of the Obama administration, and you reconstruct the Affordable Care Act into something that is actually more palatable, more affordable, and doesn't significantly deny coverage to many Americans, that's a pretty good capstone, too. So I think... He sees being a physician and also having authored several pieces of legislation that are awaiting votes in Congress now that are 
starting with the patient's bill of rights, more patient-focused, less bureaucracy-focused. And again, he is a doctor. He's already consulted in the preparation of that legislation, those Mm -hmm. bills, uh, the AMA and the American Hospital Association, to a much greater extent than actually happened in 2010 when we had the Affordable Care Act, all 2,700 pages of it put together. The medical community, as odd as it may sound, was not heavily involved in crafting the legislation. And, and and from the doctors I know, they're not happy with what's going on now. So I get it. It makes sense. Price is a doctor. He's got legislation, um, you know, repeal and replace. The the fit makes perfect sense to me. I, I don't. I'm not questioning the pick at all. I think it's it's a great pick. But I'm questioning uh, Price's motives. And I, I want to leave it off there. If you can hang out one more segment. Um, sure. Because to me, it's like, uh, well, health and human services, okay, that's neat to on a business card, but it's it's not, um, you know, a game changing, career changing decision unless he can be the author of repeal and replace, which isn't a guarantee. I'll continue well, our conversation. Obviously, the administration's going to have a hand in that, but he's already got several bills sitting there waiting. It's sure. not like he's starting from scratch that do things like remove the barriers between states, do keep. Um, coverage for those who have pre-existing condition does allow families to continue to cover their family members up to age 26. But if you remove remove just the employer mandate, a lot of employers who've been holding people back from full-time employment to part-time because of the cost won't have that right region or rationale anymore not to make a part-time solid employee a full-time. Hold that thought, Bill. We'll be right back. WSB political analyst Bill Crane joining us. 404-872-0750. It's the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Joining us on the Tuesday program, WSB political analyst Bill Crane talking about Tom Price heading the uh, Department of Health and Human Services. If he is successful, uh, Congressman Price, of repealing and replacing, is that a uh, is this a a stepping stone to a a larger uh, position in government, a more uh, notable position than Health and Human Services? Well, it's the largest agency in terms of expense in federal government is larger than the Department of Defense, the amount of money being spent on Medicare. It's the fastest-growing segment of the budget. He is now, in the House Budget Committee chair, writing, and in the last two uh, cycles, tried to write a budget that starts to hem in the growth of what we call transfer payments. You there, Bill? Everybody (laughs) clap your hands. We lost Bill. All right. I don't know. Um, I, listen, I think it's great for for Congressman Price. I think it's a perfect fit. That's what he does. He's the, the health dude. He's a doctor. He's got legislation ready to repeal and replace. But on a personal, is that, I would you rather be Congressman Price or head of health and human services Price? A head of health and human services. Really? Yeah. Is that, is that bigger, is that a bigger... Thing, then. Well, there's only one of those, and there's 600 the rules and congressmen that you have control over is immense. But there's the what's what's the sexiness there? If you're a, if you're a health, he's a doctor. He's a politician. Let's, let's get let's, stop. He's, he's a doctor first. Uh, a politician no, second. if he was a doctor first, he'd still be in the operator room. He's no. a politician now. Okay, fine, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't negate any of his doctorness. Does it, does, it, does it does it get take away from his doctory work? Yes. How? 
He's not a practicing doctor, as far as I know. He might be. If he is, I apologize. But, you know, he's a congressman now. Okay, great. But that doesn't negate what he did for his entire life before he was a I congressman. Get, listen, a I'm, not, so, I'm not complaining about the pick. I think it's a perfect fit. Right. But he is now a politician. Yeah. Is is that... What else would he do? Just sit in Congress as one of... Th- well, no, many- because he was, they were talking about him becoming governor of Georgia. Running for governor. Is, is, isn't that a sexier position? Uh, state versus national? No. I don't know. Let's open it up to the to the uh, so. to the listeners. I listen. I, I I congratulate him. I think it's a great fit. I think he's going to do a great job. I have nothing against Congressman Price, but uh, you know, what do you think is a sexy position in the in the defense secretary or treasury? Se- like health treasury and human services secretary? sounds so. I don't know. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. We'll talk about it when we come back. News, weather, and traffic next. It's the Mark Air Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. Hey, this is the White House from the Atlanta Hawks, and you listen to the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Welcome back to the show, 1036, 24 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Low T. Chuck screens the calls, filled belly of uh, trout, pansier trout. Longoria and I on uh, takeout teriyaki, we're just managing to get by. By the way, speaking of fancy dinners tonight, uh, Priebus... Trump and Romney all had dinner tonight, and I'll tell you what they ate. Do you think they had a fancier meal than Erickson and Chuck, or do you think Erickson and Chuck had a fancier meal than Romney and Trump? I gotta think they had a fancier meal. Than yeah, them. I would think so. But would you know Trump's on that you know McDonald's? Trump kind of loves KFC yeah, and KFC stuff. So though, you never so. know. Maybe he was like, "Hey, Romney, we got a, I got a coupon. Buy one, get one at KFC. <laughs> Let's go. Hit this up. I got a coupon. A coupon. Um, I'll tell you uh, what they ate, and uh, we'll hear what Mitt Romney had to say after that uh, exclusive dinner. And I want to talk about this is great. I you know what I. I said throughout the campaign donald trump is the ultimate salesman he truly is and he is selling packages now to the inauguration have you seen this no we'll talk about this story in the second hour um packages uh from twenty five thousand dollars up to a million dollars for people to pay to take part in the inauguration for a million dollars you get to have a candlelight dinner with with president trump and melania uh, it's it's great stuff. It's great. Can we stuff. just have a candlelight dinner with his wife? I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much that costs. <laughs> like, ex, ex but it, I mean, he's just the ultimate salesman. So, uh, dude's gonna cash in on the uh, good for him. 
Good for, why not? Why the hell not? Anyhow, we're talking uh, local politics, kind of local, kind of national. Our congressman in the uh, 6th District, Tom Price, has been uh, tabbed uh, and will probably be easily confirmed by, by both houses of Congress to be the Health and Human Services head the head of the Health and Human Services Commission, whatever department, whatever. It's a great job for him. He's going he's gonna to rock it out. I'm very happy for him. I just, it's just such not a, a sexy position, I think. Of all the sexy positions in the cabinet, that one is like, meh. But if you, if you come from the health services side, that's why I said it because he was I a doctor it. first. I, I think to him... It's a perfect fit. That's pro- it's probably more sexy. But here's the question. Is that... The ultimate political ambition for Tom Price. Here's here's what I was getting at. Okay. He's only 63 right now. Right. Okay. Let's say Tom Price goes in, kicks ass as head of human health services, whatever the right. hell it's called. Health and human services. As Bill Crane said, the biggest uh, pile of money in Washington mm-hmm. is, is held by that committee chair. He goes in there, knocks it out repeal and replace we get a great new health system he's the hero of of americans everywhere he's only 63 does that bump him up in a national way where he might be uh, a vp choice or a presidential choice down the line is the is is the upside enough or is even is even thinking about that i gotta think he is because he wanted to be Speaker of House. Right. So obviously he has greater political ambitions. If he had stayed in Congress, he very well could have been the next governor of Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I just think, you know, the end game for Tom Price can't just be, well, I'm director of health and human services and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm set now. I think this he has to be looking at this as a bigger stepping stone. If he can crush this job, which I think he can, he's got the background. He's got the legislation already set. Um, he's got a good reputation on the Hill. I'm saying he can't be just happy with this. There's got to be more motivation going forward. That that was the point of of this because this is a guy. Um, he's going to be you know he's already in some high fluting commu- uh, committees in Congress that he's going to have to step down from. Um, what is he the uh, he's in a committee? Where was it right here? I don't know. It's a good committee. <laughs> There's good. He's on the party committee of. He's on the party committee. <laughs> the par- party who's on the planning committee? Speaking of the party committee, are you guys going to the Christmas party? Yeah. I am on Saturday. Yeah. Here's the question: Are you going? Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Sweet. Open getting, bar. Yeah, we're getting drunk. Here, don't tell anyone where it is, so no one will crash it. Do I take as my I don't date? Even know what it is. Nobody go stag. Yeah. Or stag's a possibility. Or do I take Sanjay? No. Your dogs. I'm not taking my dogs. Or Vinny from TV as like a bone. See, I'm always I'm always thinking about giving, 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 giving. Do I th- do I throw a bone to Sanjay or Vinny? Here's okay. You want me to be really honest? Yeah, I would take Vinny because Sanjay is just going to be eyeing everything in a skirt, and Vinny's just going to be Vinny's eyeing the heavy be, appetizers. He's going to be going for the <laughs> yeah. appetizers and the beer. I just I feel like <laughs> I would rather go with Vinny than have to keep an eye on Sanjay. Sanjay's five foot like four respons- ball of testosterone yes, right now. You are, I got gotcha. you. Are, yeah, you you are responsible. Okay. For him, where Vinny, ah, uh, he might just overeat and have a few more beers. And okay. we can send him to bring us stuff. He can. You know. I mean, I could I could go alone, but I thought it would be nice. You know, I do have a plus one to this thing. I would go with Vinny. If Take it were Vinny. Me. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Vinny. All right.
Yeah. All right. Sorry for that. All right. Sorry. Just want to get. Oh, I'm glad you guys are both going. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll be there. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Your thoughts on Congressman Price getting this uh, this highfalutin cabinet position and what this means to his political future. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. David joins us in Tucker. David, you are on the Mark Aram show. Hey. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you're missing out on some of the peripherals here. Uh, when you're a member of the cabinet, you get to sit down with the President of the United States on a regular basis, and that's uh, just being in the halo of that is a major deal, and be able to talk to that person. And you are sitting across the table and next to fellow cabinet members who are no slouches either, so you make national connections like crazy. Um, also, you're talking about people appreciating them. I know of at least, and I'm not exaggerating, 10 people who took uh, hour cuts when Obamacare came in because they were working part-time. They were pulling 36, 38 hours, and their bosses cut them down to 30 and wanted to cut them further because it was hard to schedule 30 hours. But, you know, if this gets turned around, these people automatically, it will not be reflected in the employment rate but they will actually get a de facto 20 to 25% income raise. But will, will Tom Price get the credit, or will Donald Trump get the credit? Uh, Trump will get most of it, but depending on how politically savvy Price is, if he wants to, he might be able to to get a little bit of the limelight himself. Yeah. I, I just think, uh, um, again, not to speak for the congressman, because I certainly wouldn't dare to do that, but I think this is, while a perfect fit, uh, for his background, it's got to be a stepping stone to something greater. I don't think this is the end-all, be-all for Tom Price's political career. I was right. He is on the uh, party committee, also known as the uh, – he's the chairman of the House Budget Committee. So that's a legit deal. The House Budget Committee is a big deal. He's stepping down from that. That, to me, is more impressive than Health and Human Services. I, uh, name, name a former Health and Human Services director. Can you even name one? Yeah, but – you're assuming that I mean, what's the stepping stone from running that committee? I mean, that's great while you're a speaker, Congress, but clearly that's not going to work out. Speaker, senator, speaker. governor. I mean, Again, there's none a, of those things have happened. But is but is governor of Georgia sexier than uh, health of? Personally, I don't think so because you are shaping national policy with that versus just the state of Georgia. As a much wider scope, you're affecting 50 states versus just one. Secretary, all right, hold on one second. We're going to play a game here, okay? Okay. I am going to, we'll do the game, we'll do the game later. It's going to have to set up, but we're going to have okay. fun. I'm going to, I'm going to play a little game with this. Ah, uh, Phillips is, <laughs> that never turns out Phillips right. Phillips in Smyrna. Phillip, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, hi, Mark. I think this is part of Pence, uh, not Pence, uh, I think Price wants to lead a charge to overhaul Medicare going down the road. I think that's where the biggest deal is, because he was on budget committee, and the biggest thing in the budget is entitlement. And what better way to uh, end your legacy than by uh, handling the biggest entitlement reform in history? So a, so you think this is the end-all, be-all for him? He wants to repeal and replace and then do some serious Medicaid and Medicare transformation? Yeah, I think so. And, and I think it also is a testament to the influence Mike Pence is having in Trump's uh, inner circle, because uh, Pence and Price both served in the House of Representatives. And so I think a lot of these cabinet picks look like, to me, look like uh, Mike Pence is, is having a, a huge influence here. All right. Interesting. That I mean, obviously, 
budgetarily, we need some reform on on these services, Medicaid, Medicare, and of course the uh, Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare. I just you could be right. Again, I don't know the man personally. I met I met Congressman Price a couple times, uh, but I I'm, I certainly can't say that you know we're close. He he wouldn't go to table in Maine with Erickson and ask me if he wanted me to bring anything. You know, we're not that You're tight. We're not that close. We're, we're not that, that close. Uh, Meg is in Pennsylvania. Meg, welcome to the Mark Aram Show, dear. How are Hello. you? Oh, for goodness sake. You know what? I I tried to find out what the topic was because I just tuned in. But just I, I enjoy um, Olympics. I mean, I enjoy... Uh, oh, never mind. It's been a really long day. What do you enjoy, Meg? What do you enjoy? I'm not going to answer that. What if you if Chuck and uh, Erickson took you out to a fancy restaurant? <laughs> what what you know a, a really nice white linen tablecloth restaurant? You're an what, idiot. I'm I'm asking you a question. What would you order? Are you a steak girl? Are you a seafood girl? Do you go pasta? What are you going to get typically? Steak. What kind? Well, I enjoy politics. That's what I meant. You know, just, hey, avoiding the question, Meg. What kind of steak? New York strip, T-bone, petite fillet. What are you going to get? Well, I can't afford that. I'm Erickson's Erickson's fine. Don't worry about it. it. You're fine. Is that Longoria? It is. It is. Longoria. I'm back. Hello, Longoria. Hi. <laughs> All right. So Erickson's paying. What do you get? A filet mignon? Uh, well, if I yeah, if I could. Do you go house salad or Caesar salad, Meg? House salad. French onion soup or. Uh, lobster bisque. Lobster. Mashed potatoes or broccoli for a side? What are you doing? I'm asking you questions. Uh, what was the last question? Mashed potatoes or broccoli? Broccoli. For dessert, you have a choice of creme brulee or tiramisu. I don't eat dessert. You don't like sweets? Well, no, I, I do, but, you know... Gun to your head, creme brulee or tiramisu, Meg. What if I was covered in one of them? Which one would you take? I, I, I'm glad I didn't hear you. You just ruined both desserts for me. You're an idiot. I will never I eat creme brulee again. Meg, we love you, dear. Hey, uh, Meg, uh, have you signed up for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card yet? Oh no. Hey, you know what? I don't have uh, the internet. Could you send me um, uh, a, a card? Because uh, absolutely, absolutely, Meg. Hang on the line. Chuck's going to get your mailing address, and we will send you an autographed Mark Aram Show Ooh, Christmas autographed. card. How about that? All right. All Thank right. You. We love you, Meg. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Hang on the line. <laughs> Meg in Pennsylvania. Those were legitimate questions. They were. I wasn't being a jerk. I wanna, you know, if I ever took Meg out to dinner, I want to be able, you're, not, you're supposed to order for the lady. Yeah. So I'll, now I'll know. Meg would like the filet, the house salad, the broccoli. And she skips dessert. Skips the juice. Oh, she wanted the bisque. She wanted the lobster bisque. Yeah. <laughs> Love Meg. All right, we're going to come back. More recalls on Tom Price being named to the head of the uh, Health and Human Service Department. No one knows who the current head is right now. I guarantee you that. And we're going to play a game with Chuck to see how big and important this uh, position is. We'll come back with more recalls, however. 404 872 On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Can't go wrong. I feel strong and the flavor's good. I'm with whatever comes my way. Hip-hop, parade, Latifah's on vacation. I'm just plain old day. 
Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. While he was scheming, Welcome back to the show, 1054. 65 degrees on Peachtree Street. It's warm all of a sudden. Warm and rainy. When will more rain come? Kirk Mellish will have your full five-day forecast straight ahead in just a couple of minutes. Simon joins us in beautiful Cumming, Georgia. How are you, Simon? I'm doing fine. What's on your mind tonight, my friend? Look, it's one of the happiest days I had in many, many years when I find out that Dr. Price got that position. You guys have no idea how important it is, and he always wanted it. You know, I remember when he was still in the state senate and he went into politics because he'd seen how the whole healthcare was getting screwed up by the government, and that was his life mission to get the things clean up and better. And you know, caring for patients is a very decent guy, and and it's it's one of the most important thing. You know, in all the all the countries all over the world have the issue with aging and with the healthcare. And you know, I don't like Trump much, but after this. I kind of forgiven him everything. I listen. I think it's a great pick, and I I, I think Congressman Price is going to do a, a great job. I, my, I'm just questioning if 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 he wants something more out of his political career. He always wanted. He, you know, when when I talked to him, and I remember in politics, I don't think he wanted to be the governor. I think his really mission was to you know to straighten up the healthcare. He always was. He was very passionate. He went into politics. He left the. Medicine. You know, the practice, and he mm-hmm. was a good surgeon because he was tired of all the abuse that, uh, you know, the doctors were getting from the government and all the sure, regulations. Sure. Let me add, hold on a second, so, Simon. Chuck, you might know this. Did Ben Carson want this job as a former doctor? Did he did he lobby for this job? N- no, and I don't remember if it was that position or another one that he declined at first because he said he, he wasn't He qualified. declined the housing. Was that oh, what it was? The, the hug, was like, yeah, okay, it was a housing. I have guy. not heard anything about HHS for him. Well, and I'm, I'm glad that Carson did not get it because, I mean, we are not talking the same caliber of people. I mean, the price, new regulation, inside out, you know, with all those things I remember. What, what do you think, Simon? Should uh, should uh, Congressman's wife take over for him in the uh, in the seat? The Betty, I, I don't know, because she she's Canadian. I don't know whether, whether I don't know how to, well, yeah, naturalized can get it, but she, all right. she's from Canada. Simon, real quick, all, real quick, Caesar salad or house salad? Caesar salad. Oh. Mashed potatoes or broccoli? <laughs> God. What kind of many broccoli? <laughs> what kind of many broccoli? <laughs> I love Simon. Simon, you're a good man. Thanks for the call, buddy. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. Then we're going to play a game coming up. You've got to determine. I'm going to say a name, and these two guys have to determine whether it's a former Atlanta Brave or a former head of the Department of Health and Human Services. Nice. Stick around. Oh, man. It's the Mark Aram Show. You Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.